the hell they want and nothing really happens to them well to to dwell, to to go a little deeper on that um welcome all of you to the broski doodles podcast it's one of the the best podcasts in all of north america but it's also heard in europe and even in the eastern european countries uh, i want to welcome again the full gangs here Havel, beer dj bj and everybody's just looking cute as hell and we're talking you know about a topic that has to do with athletes right when they're when they're doing their thing their activity you have fans that can you know fuck with their mind insult them say fucked up shit and it seems like they can get away with anything the fans but when there's retaliation from the athlete the hammer slams hard so what's what's the word on the street here can you just edit in everything i said into this part right here we'll put it Can you say what you just said exactly the same way? In the exact same way. And well, then we'll I had like, like a little effect on the screen. <laughs> we'll keep it going from where it was, which is uh, Kyrie Irving getting fined 50 grand for flipping off a fan after the fan was talking shit to him. Ah, oh, no, that's bullshit. That's, that's, like, I think that's part of it, right? If I'm an athlete, I should be able to flick, flick, flip you. Flip the birdie. That. I'll give you some examples to get us started here. So the Knicks fans have been heckling Trey Young. Um, they've been saying like Trey Young is balding, oh, and fuck. apparently it is okay. The comments are not nice, but fans have the right to yell and say whatever they want, right? That's a, so that's you're allowed to yell and say whatever you want in, a, I guess, in these arenas. Um, however. You, this is where the line to spit at somebody is inhumane and has no place in society. So, a, a fan was banned. Look at that. A fan was banned due to spitting on someone. So, I think that's where the line is. So, you can verbally say whatever you would like, you just can't start any assault, spit, I guess, so spitting. So, no hand touching either. I don't so think they to can give say you, whatever they want, though. Yeah, they can say like, whatever they want. They shouldn't be allowed to because that can go really south very fast. Correct. But if they can't say whatever they want, then we're now impending on freedom of speech. Now, freedom of speech is not freedom of con- of no consequences, just freedom of speech. So they can't stop right. you from saying whatever you want. But right. you can't. But, no, but what I'm saying is you are right. The thing is, in this specific scenario, you are kind of being freed from the consequences because the, if you won't say that to Kylie Irving in the streets because he will probably slap the fuck out of you. Or maybe not. But then, but, but, then, maybe, but then if he slaps the fuck out of you, isn't that assault? Right, it's true. Regardless of where it's done, the assault is the same. Um, yeah, but, but this is the thing, right? Everybody knows that Kylie Irving reacting to that is going to put him in a bad position with his career. You, you are Joe Smo. Nobody gives a fuck about you. You're not risking anything. He is. So in a way, as a fan, you're in a position of power where you can get away with shit because it's a lot more frowned upon if the athlete reacts, which is fucked. Can Kyrie Irving then say shit back? Hmm. 
I don't know. I think because there's like limitations since they're they work well, for Disney. Apparently not because well, the, the flipping of the bird wasn't acceptable, right? Like right. that's crossing the line. But isn't so, that part of free speech? Because you're not assaulting anyone. You're not hurting anybody. Yeah, but you work for Disney and that's being broadcasted throughout the network, so. Yeah. Could you you, like write a note and then hand it to like one of your assistants and then tell them, look, give it to that guy, please? Thanks. And they just say whatever (laughs) the fuck you want on that note. (laughs) It's weird. And this changed, right? Because like in the 90s and 2000s in basketball, for example, there's this documentary on Netflix about, um, I think it's called like something like Disaster in the Palladium or some shit like that, where the De- yeah. Detroit Detroit Pistons, like a fan threw like some soda and then the guy went to the stands and started beating the fuck out of the, f- and this was like a, a big, uh, like important basketball player. It was Ron Artest, who's yeah, now but... Meta World Peace, <laughs> ironically enough. Yeah, um, Menace at the Palace, maybe, or some shit like that. Menace at the Palace, yeah. Well, he just goes up to the stand and starts beating the hell out of the guy. Like, in those days, it was a little bit... I think because of that event, they made it so that the athletes were very restricted on what they could do. Well, like it's so they're still saying stuff, so I don't even know. It's weird. Cause I just want to put what, it how you can counter that. Just immediately eject the fans. Ban them. Set a precedent. You know, about, talking about entertainment, we, we mentioned this on the last episode, but I wanted to go a little more in depth. Norm McDonald has a special that's going to come out now after his death. And it's very possible that he recorded this while knowing he was going to die and that this maybe would have been released after his death. Do you think that's a baller move and kind of like a like a new thing that has not been done before? Like, like the artistic message of leaving a piece of work that you're going to see after my death. It's, it's sort of like I think Tupac did it first. Yeah, but Tupac didn't plan to. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that that's great. I can't wait to hear what he says. I'm sure he's going to talk shit about a lot of people. And yeah, well, what's the retaliation going to be? Imagine if part of the bits is him, is him saying, well, guys, now that I'm dead. Did he know he was going to die? Yeah, because he died of cancer. So he would have known for a Oh, what a move. So he knew he had cancer. He recorded knowing that he might be dead at the end of this recording and just set up a trap throughout the whole thing. He's pulling like this Dumbledore move right now. (laughs) Sending us on like this little Voldemort chase. Do you think that that uh, is a noble thing to do or maybe even self like trying to like I don't know what's uh, like uh, aggrandizement. Yeah, like, or do you think it's like a cocky move from from him? I think it's pretty funny as a comedian to do it. 
It's badass. It's like, oh, I'm dead, but watch these jokes. Yeah, I think it's I think it's like so Norm MacDonald. For you know the fans out there. And what a way to be remembered and like leave a legacy where people are like laughing at some shit that is unreleased, but you're dead. Like you don't see that like imagine an artist where like Paul McCartney is like, I'ma leave a record album recorded and he will release the day of my death. What a marketing move. You you think it was supposed to be released a long time ago and Netflix waited for him to die? Make more money. Reverse mortgage. (laughs) (laughs) Reverse special. They've been hit hiding this one for a while. Yeah, they've been paying him monthly payments for because they had to have filmed it. They had to have it recorded. I'm sure all the executives have seen it. They just have it in the vault waiting. I do think. I don't know why I have a feeling this is not something that was recorded too long ago. I have a feeling this was recorded quite recently, when he when he knew he was like, I'm about to. To go. <laughs> Could you imagine they start doing that like Netflix so they don't have to pay royalties? They just start <laughs> <laughs> contracting like <laughs> near death actors. <laughs> Get me on the terminal comic. <laughs> We're billions in debt. <laughs> we need to do this. <laughs> this business model oh, is going to keep us going. It's called Nothing Special. Wow, what a nice name. Nothing Special. Wow. Because he's, he's dead. Get it? Nothing special. And nothing special. Nothing Nothing is special. Because he's dead. Man, that's crazy. <clears throat> wow. I don't think nobody's ever done this with comedy, right? Like, it happens a lot with, with music and stuff that people have songs that never got released. Yeah, but... Um, <laughs> yeah. I... I I did hear about this this one film, uh, kind of similar to to what that uh, kind of going on that. Um, John Malkovich he he made a movie um, in 2015 that doesn't get released until like 2115, and and the movie's called like 100 Years or something like that. Whoa. So we we will never see the movie, but um, supposedly it's something like that. Like no, making you already a made project. it and you won't release it until 100 years from now. Uh, let me let me find out. Um, what if and, nobody even like releases it? It's just a waste of time. And where the fuck is he gonna put it? Like in a little Nickelodeon vault. I mean, remember those capsules? Yeah, so it's a hundred year film. A hundred years. It's an experimental science fiction film. The the movie you will never see. Yeah. We don't know. If, yeah, that's what it's, it's called. That's what it's called. Seems I mean, that's like that's like the title. A hundred years. It's due to release on November eighteenth, uh, two thousand one hundred and fifteen. Um, imagine the time comes. They open the vault. They take out the DVD or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah. What it. if they don't have the technology to play it? Yeah, wow. And then they put it on and. It's, John Malkovich fucking jerking off. Like, <laughs> isn't there a movie that starts like that too? Like, I'm sorry, that's, being... a re- that's a retarded move. Like, show us a movie and also put it in a vault. That that, that yeah. would make sense. Like, the whole purpose is for you not to see it for the hundred years. 
Seems like, like a that. waste of money and time. Who funded this project? Yeah, but who the fuck? Like, yeah, it, it, John is like, yeah, the whole idea is so that you don't watch it until 100 years. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be dead. You think anyway, in 100 years, no one gives a he, fuck about this outdated piece of shit? He didn't make you it want? for you. He made it for other people. Would so you watch a movie what if it's that came really out good. in the 40s? Um, I don't think I've ever seen this guy in a good movie, so I thought. <laughs> <laughs> just calling him out it's like I've never seen you in a good God movie damn. I've seen you as a good actor but not as a good movie <clears throat> damn a hundred years that's a long ass time so what if you had a kid that was born in 2015 which is not how old would that kid be now seven yep. seven year old right and they would be 100 when this movie comes out. They could watch it. So they, anybody they born, like, now could watch this movie. And that's, that's assuming that they make it to 100. Well, yeah, I mean, John, come on. Suspend uh, belief. Uh, they even well, yeah, like I'm saying, like, shit. well, what's the, what's the average? No, like, I'm saying, like, maybe not, not even the kid that was born in 2015. Maybe, like, the kid that was born in 2015 has a kid, and that kid might be able to see the movie. All right, but hold on. We barely heard about this movie, and we're alive right now. Mm-hmm. So who's gonna years, promote it? No, you're right. No one's gonna even know. We barely know. Like, <laughs> so what if it's like Back to the Future, right? They did a you know, Back to the Future two, where the guy puts everything in the in the the USPS and like deliver this package this day, this time, and they did something like that for this movie, ready to be on this day, this time, tell everybody about this movie. Like on, then, this, on this movie, we're gonna have TikTok challenges across global. And then the the movie tagline was like, you know, this movie was made a hundred years ago. You gotta watch this movie. Yeah. Because and then they man, watch it and they're like, wow, the it. quality sucks. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's, it, it's, it's not even quality. It's not it's not even 4D. Oh my god. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you go watch movies like movies that are like 10, 20, 30 years old, you're like, ew. What is yeah. this? Get this out away from my eyes. Yeah, well, when people tell me like, oh, Casablanca, 1940s is amazing. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Sucks. It was amazing in 1940. Yeah, it was amazing in 1940 when TV didn't exist and they just came from a war where they fucking got amputated. Yeah, Casablanca was a thing. They didn't have color TV yet, right? No. No, it was wow, Blanca. This, this, all right, this is this is all pre- little pretentious. I'm in the fucking Wikipedia page of this hundred years film. <laughs> it's all little pretentious. Look. Okay, where is it? Okay, Malkovich and Rodriguez announced in November 2015 that they teamed up with Louis the Thirteenth Cognac, owned by Remy Martin, to create a film inspired by the hundred years it takes to make a bottle of Louis the Thirteenth. Although the oh, film's plot I, remains yeah. a complete secret, on November 18, 2015, Malkovich and Rodriguez released three teaser trailers, Retro, Nature, and Future. <clears throat> so wait, it takes right. 100 years to make Louis the Thirteen cognac? Apparently. How much so, is that bottle? All right. I don't know, but hold on. Now how, is that, release, how is that it, business model? I think it's all marketing advertising hype now look pending release the film is being kept in a high-tech safe behind bulletproof glass that will open automatically on november 18 <laughs> 21 15 
the day of the film's premiere. 1,000 guests from around the world, including Malkovich and Rodriguez, have received a pair of invitation tickets made of metal for the premiere, which they can hand down to their descendants. (laughs) (laughs) The safe in which 100 Years is kept was showcased at the 2016 Keynes Film Festival and various other cities before being returned to Cognac, France, and Louis XIII cellars. Sykes. Is... is is there also a bottle of cognac in the vault with the fucking Might as well. <laughs> the movie? Holy shit. Bro, the hundred, bottle the bottle costs five thousand dollars, by the way. In a hundred years. Five thousand. Five thousand dollars for a bottle a seven hundred and fifty milliliter bottle of Remy Martin Louis the thirteenth cognac. I'm pretty sure that doesn't take a how much years. is it? Five thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars. Okay. But also, but get this. What if that cognac, right? It's 100 years old. Tastes like garbage compared to the new cognac we have. Because yeah. we have better, what do you call it? Distilleries? Yeah, and Wait, we discovered galactic but, whiskey. But you're actually, like, so let's say in the year 20, 2015, you're tasting cognac from 2015. You're, and if you're, let's say you're, right now it's 2022, you're, t- you're tasting cognac from 1922. Right. And then like, so you take, but what if you get like new cognac? Let's just say, let's just say Hennessy, right? Mm-hmm. You take let's Hennessy just because it's, it's today. That's, I, I can't give me another cognac and I don't just don't no, know. But yeah, like, that's, that's, that's fine. Yeah. You, so blind taste test, right? You got Hennessy and you got this Louis 15. You taste both and it comes out. You like the Hennessy better. It tastes just better because the Hennessy is made in a better way. All right, I, I I think I need to pull a reverse mortgage and and buy this bottle and see what, what the, all the hype is about. Right, and then taste taste them <laughs> backwards, right? And then be like, all right, let's let's see what happens. And then you're like, nah, I like this one. And then it comes out, it's Hennessy, and you're like, hundred years waste of time. <laughs> hundred years waste of movie. Fuck, waste of movie. And so there's a hundred year song that accompanies this movie too. Oh, are we, we can't listen to it for the next hundred years either. It was composed by Pharrell Williams, performed live once oh, at a shit. private party. This was gonna be shit. Louis the Thirteenth Cognac has promised that a recording of the song will be issued in twenty one seventeen. Oh god, seventeen. Why two years after? I don't know. I guess that's when the movie was. I mean, the song was played at the at the private party bro in 2115 there will be like a galactic dictator probing our ass <laughs> do, do you really think that that far ahead like that that's gonna happen i don't think that i think we got a while before galactic invaders like doing all i'm just bullshit. saying no no but it could be like a normal dictator like bro like the, the society could could collapse and we go back to like in the times, the times of like Roman empires and shit, uh, and like we're in the feudal ages uh, in twenty one fifteen, and this fucking vault opens up. <laughs> like, what the fuck do you want us to do? We're over here dying from like <laughs> from scurvy and shit. This movie seems like a piece of shit <laughs> that took a little bit of money to make, if they even made it, and all of this is, a, is an advertising thing for Louis the Thirteenth Cognac. Oh yeah, my god, that's what it is. Nobody's gonna give a fuck about the movie. It's just like a recording of Malkovich getting pegged. <laughs> I think I think we need to buy the Kanye now. 
to try it out. Yeah, I mean, five thousand. No, it's nasty. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save up. I'm gonna save up a hundred years' salary to to buy this shit. No, no, no. I prefer like a blue label. And, but have you tried it to say that it's nasty? No, but I'm just saying like five. Like who's Remy Martin? Who's is Remy like Martin? A, is that, is that like a know. rapper? <laughs> Remy Ma, <laughs> fucking a. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's it's a, it's a brand. Okay, it's like it's like uh. And, 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 and we're saying Remy Martin, but it's Remy Martin. Well, you know, it's fr- it's French. <laughs> <laughs> the resident, the resident uh, language. Language. <laughs> Could you say that again? Remy Martin. Damn. This guy, bro. <laughs> What's up with you, Tavo? Your shit died? One sec, boys. I was just organizing a few things, making sure I'm ready for 100 years from now. <laughs> so now that means that we need to develop some way to last more than 100 years so we can watch this fucking bullshit-ass movie. Actually, hundred year perf- perfect segue. Do you guys think that with our age, we will be able to get the privileges of enjoying, you know, aging medicine or organ uh, replacement, where we'll be able to live a little longer, like 120, and maybe we can watch this John Malkovich movie. Do, do you do you see yourself? aging sorry do you see yourself getting organs or or robotics or like like cybernetics like cyborgs and shit like that well the way things are going with me i'm probably gonna need all of it just <laughs> just <two weeks. laughs> i think they would just give you new organs like a new uh, like a baby's organ not a baby's organ but <clears throat> a brand new one where it starts growing again and you have like an organ of a Eight, nine, ten, or whatever year old, they'll, they'll be able to determine that. Right? Do, you, do, do you see uh, clone farming, like maybe becoming a thing? Yeah, what the like us vibrating? having clones, or like us making clones to farm, like the islands. That's another movie we got to review. Oh, that movie is good. You think we'll be able to take our soul and put it into that clone? The the soul, maybe not. I mean, or the, the brain. I don't. I don't think Can't that's like. Go. No, I think he's talking to somebody. Yeah, he's, he's, oh. crypt, he's crypto, bro. He's crypto, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. I was thinking of like, all right, so we, we're changing the organs, right? But then it brings me back to the thought process of like the ship of thesis. Uh-huh. So like. The ship of thesis. The ship of thesis. Thes- oh, thank you. Sorry. I, I don't. English is my second language. Uh, <laughs> ship of thesis. It's a thought experiment where, like, an object that has its all its components replaced, is it still the same thing? So if you are who you are, right, and they change all your organs on the inside, are, are you still you, or has everything changed? But then are, are they changing the brain? That's a Kim Kardashian, though. Oof. So, so, then, so then you are just your brain, you're nothing else? You're just the neurons firing inside your brain? I, I, I think it's so. a brain. Will we still the, be? That, who we no, are? I, I think I think once you get a new brain, you're fu- that's it. It's over. Like it's a, that's where your soul lives. That's that's a hard reset for me. That's a hard reset of, of everything. Reset? 
Well, this like is the way us. I look at it. This is the way I look at it. When I have my PC, right? If the hard drive gets fucked, right? I, I, I replace the hard drive. If a better video card comes out, I can put a, a better video card. But, but it's still the same computer. Now, if the processor and motherboard dies, then I'm getting a new computer, right? So I would agree a little bit with John there where, like, the brain will be, like... Because, you know, no motherboard what, processor. what about a, a person that literally doesn't have any arms or legs? Like, he's just a chicken nugget, right? Like, his brain is what really keeps him going. You know what I mean? Now, like, now I'm kind of hung- I'm kind of hungry. Fuck. <laughs> all right but what if it was like a Neuralink or something they can put a chip in your brain and then it detects where the error is and then it like regenerates that part of the brain that's deteriorating her that i'm down for is there an nft i can invest for like with that i see i see Might be. ramp i see rampant cancer <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you guys understand what, what cancer is? Like, yeah, it's like the re- like the over reproduction of cells, right? Mm-hmm. Over mm-hmm. over reproduction of malignant cells. Yeah. So malignant, me- meaning like like um like for example, if if there's a code to create a you know like a blood cell, but the one of the proteins gets mixed up, and then now it becomes uh malignant so it's like it's like it's, it's like attacking itself or the other um com- uh companion cells and then it being bad starts reproducing because like the cells have this the ability to once they're produced to self-replicate so if it's bad it was produced bad originally because think of your your, your body as a factory if you have this factory that creates like the doors for the car, the, the, the motor, the whatever. So let's say the, the machine got messed up and it starts making the wrong hole on the door and it's not like, so it's not aligning. So if it keeps making that same wrong door and you get just, like, it just starts piling up. The, those doors start piling up and, and then that's cancer. They should put this, <laughs> they should put this video to like medical students. <laughs> so it's like it's like a homie that snitched, and then he gets other people to snitch, and then everybody's snitching, and then they hit him with the Rico, and then everybody's fucked. And so now everybody has Rico. Yes. Right. Right. Everybody gets Rico, and then the gang. I think goes that's down. more like COVID. <laughs> mm. Um. Okay. Uh, well, actually, there's a. Uh, there's uh, an antibody that they discovered that actually attacks the cell that does cancer. So apparently, we're closer to a cure now than ever. Well, obviously, we're going to be closer later in time when we're closer, but closer than ever, meaning in the past, right? Well, it seems like they're detecting it earlier these days in yeah, general. That, that helps, too. And they go in, do the little things with the, with the surgery, which is even... Less intrusive than it's been before. Take it out. It should be right back into the world. And, and people are more aware of it nowadays, so they're more, uh, you know, willing to let people probe their butts to to find out if they have cancer or not. You know, like back then, um, people were kind of against that just because of the basis of you know it was it was weird. You know, um, um, I think that was one of the things that happened to my grandpa 
that towards the end of his life he got um cancer and he wouldn't want to get probed before did she so like out of the you know the the ego of being a man you know get the real <laughs> so um gustavo you know you're a man of wisdom how many times have you have you been in the probing in the, pro, <laughs> in the probing office get getting probed um not yet i'm waiting for it though i'm excited the second the second i turn 40 it's 40 then it's 50 you dropped it i dropped it <laughs> right. i uh, i gave them a call and i was like hey i know you guys do 50 <laughs> Can i, I want to make sure that we get in there at 40 and have a clean bill of health <laughs> i don't know my death date yet so because uh you've been here since you were 30 <laughs> i don't want to go there at 50 find out i like it i lost all, all those right. years i lost all the years so yeah let's start let's start early so that way they it gives me a good good check-in right it's, a, it's biannual it's like yeah twice a year they, they usually recommend that once every five years i just up it twice a year just to make sure <laughs> can i be too safe and i make too safe and i make sure it's the same doctor to create a bond yeah yeah, yeah. um actually it's a, i have a female doctors mm. is, is that better it is with thicker hands because mm -hmm. with the guy it might be uncomfortable like on a uh, homoerotic way with the girl it could be embarrassing eh. no, no, but the, the, what do you guys do you prefer asian a woman do that to me in the future i mean her <laughs> no i mean like for medical <laughs> reasons <laughs> now nah, take a girl i mean fingers are smaller no it's yeah. a, take a woman in general because they have to see you they have to like yeah take your pants off yeah, I don't want a girl to see me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather yeah. a dude see me. I'd rather yeah, a dude that's like... I don't know. Either way, it's kind of humiliating. You're just like bent over and they're just like... Yeah. Uh, due to my family history, I have to get one twice a week. <laughs> twice a week? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think in the future, because of improvements in like technology... We'll be able to do this type of test home. Without a doctor's finger, man. I mean, you can do the test at home right test. now. You can and do you, a soft test at home right now. And you Oof. could, you know, you know, you could like trade with buddies. Like, hey, yo, can you check me? I'll check you. <laughs> yeah. You do that right now. You don't need. Uh, my, you don't need technology. My my hands are my hairs are standing up. Oof. <laughs> yo, Kiko, I see you like once every two three years, so I can. I think, I think <laughs> you're there. <laughs> oh man, you thought was, that was like yo, but you don't ask need the people at technology home technology for that. So I I think we should ask the people at home like what's what's next as far as like the medical uh advancements are concerned do you, do you feel like we're going to start producing our our own organs do you think we're going to start doing the whole you know robotics or like cyborg cybernetics um i i feel like they, they might even have like this this scan this whole full body scan in the future where they could just tell mm -hmm. where, where exactly everything is that's fucked up in your body is and just like and like give you like a full report you know like, like a like no, like in um, like a Carmax, 
where they give you like a 261 point inspection or something to your car, but like for, for people. Yeah. That's us. <clears throat> you never saw big hero six. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what Baymax does. He scans your body and tells you where you have an alien. Well, I think we're moving closer to that for people out there. Let us know, uh, how many times you get probed. Uh, we're trying to find out like what's the average. Uh, what, what, what's the normal number? Yeah, what's the normal somebody, number? Yeah, somebody told me. That's my grandpa. I don't hear him go saying that he needs. He just says he needs to go to the doctor. Well, I mean, after, after a while, you, you, you. It's like it's an accustomed taste. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's an acquired taste. Acquired taste. Sorry. Third language. So, well, <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for the brosky doodles. We're chilling today. It's been it's been grand. And subscribe to the thing and leave the fucking comments. You guys never leave comments. I feel like they will help you. You know. Peace. <laughs>